Hello and welcome to the Performance Times Podcast. Number, I'm John. Number 20. Number 20. <laughs> and as always, David. Hey. All right. Uh, Performance Times, the inside track, designed to keep you guys up to date on your favorite new parts, race programs, events, and just talk uh, SNS performance stuff. It's been a minute, so we, uh, we thought we'd recap that real quick. Yeah. Ooh, okay. So, right out, we apologize. We've gotten maybe some hate mail. Maybe Possible. A, maybe a little a bit. Lot, like, a little bit. we've been slacking on this thing. So, town travel kind of slowed us down. So, we're back into it. We promise we'll, we'll keep up a better cadence. So, all right. So, uh, <clears throat> how, how are you doing after Sturgis, sir, John? I don't think I've recovered yet. Yeah. So, yeah, that got a, that got a little wonky. Um, each two weeks, hundred degree temps, and uh, John got the COVID. <laughs> so, <laughs> not to mind you, it was like, okay, I've only been there like for three weeks, and it's been a hundred degrees like yeah, every day. So, yeah, that one, uh, that geez. one went a little sideways for John. We'll get into that stuff later. Uh, we got a whole bunch of racing to cover, and a little bit of controversy in flat track. Just a little bit. Yeah, I was there to witness the rain out in uh, Black Hills. That was par- that was part of it. Yeah, a lot of upset guys because of the points. That I mean, one got that one got funky. Yeah. So let, before we get into that, let's get into these events. Uh, this segment is where we cover recent bike events, we share upcoming shows, and we break down cool stuff at each. Right. So wh- what do you got, John? Well, you know, a lot of it. Um, was Sturgis. Yeah. Uh, we Sturgis do have some races though. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Well, so we, you know, we've been, we've been kind of slacking, so we're, we're going to get completely caught up on all the stuff. Um, what, 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 uh, what happened in Black Hills? Well, we had the whole team out there. We had the rally rig, um, really great show, really great setup. And we did uh, really good sales this year. Yeah. So we would kind of figured things might slow down compared to prior years. You know, gas is really expensive. Hotels are really expensive. But uh, crowds were good. SNS uh, did really well. So a ton of guys came out riding and, uh, you know, it was a good time. Yeah, definitely. Highlight for me uh, this year at Sturgis uh, was being able to go over to the Saddleman party. And uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Saddleman uh, guys bought a house out there. And they do not screw around. But the tour I received was amazing with all of these weird little areas that could have been. Uh, where they had trapped people prior. I'm just oh, saying. Wow. I'm just saying. They like it was. A, there was like one door in the bathroom downstairs that went into a room that locked from the outside only. Yeah, that's it was. Bad. It, it was. It was. Yeah. Weird. It, but it okay. was. Uh, it was well, awesome to hang out. I don't know if that's a highlight. I liked it. Uh, it was fun. Highlight for me was the Goldwing powered Dyna. That oh, was. Yeah. That was rad. Uh, what bikes? Uh, what bikes stood out for you? Um, you know, there was uh, one that I'm sure we'll talk about even more later, but there uh, it was a chopper. It was painted like a stained glass window. Oh, damn. It was amazing. It ended up taking overall. Um, you know how yep. Buffalo Chip puts on all, yep. all over the, yep. the very end. They grab every winner, and it took an overall win. And there's probably six, eight, ten shows that happened at, at the chip. Yeah, so. I think they had a, a total of nine bikes that yep. you voted from. Yep. You guys uh, did some field trips as well. Uh, talk to us about Strider. Oh yeah, so and we, uh, Side Hustle Moto. Yeah, that was another highlight for me actually. Yeah. Like uh, so, Strider, they last minute thing. You know, they're like, "Hey, we're going to have an open house." Mm-hmm. So uh, Maddie and I, we we jammed over there. Luckily, it was like right around the corner from Black Hills, so it didn't take us very long to get there. Cool. And we had the opportunity to walk the whole facility, understand. So for 
for backstory on Strider is, you know, the little balance bikes for kids. We donated to the local schools. We've got another program coming up for another local school. So we're kind of big fans. They kind of help uh, bring kids into riding into two wheels. Yeah, they have a whole curriculum based around yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. how to how to learn how to balance yourself. Yeah. So um, the CEO, founder of the company, gave us a tour. And we even got to see the first Strider he ever made. It was on his no book. Kidding. Yeah, it was for his kid. It was oh, pretty rad. rad. Yeah, yeah, he's got a neat story. Yeah, he's yeah. got a great story. What's, what was the story on Side Hustle Moto? Well, they came in. Well, they came in clutch, those guys. Those guys are amazing. They helped us out. with. Uh, we had a little bit of a, a welding situation that we needed a done. welding situation. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but you know what? And uh, great facility, great shop. Uh, if you guys have a chance to go over there, you should go check it out. There's some really cool things in there. Cool. And uh, you ended uh, the event with COVID. Yes. Yeah. You, you don't want to talk about that? Are we skipping right over that? Well, dude. <laughs> dude, <laughs> so, two days, three days before I'm about to leave after three weeks. What do you think? You know, uh, hey, by uh, the way, uh, let's stay there another week. Hey, uh, yeah, okay. So uh, we, that we, you know, we share housing and everything. So that the crew took all of the food that was left in the semi left me with nothing and left it in. They just put it at the doorway <laughs> to his room and bailed. <laughs> We're all sorry, man. <laughs> Hope you feel better. So, and then actually uh, John's wife and I were working on a plan to go get him. <laughs> Which I, I, I felt the, I felt the love off of that. I was very nice. At least somebody was there to help me out. <laughs> so, and then actually he got better and he was fine. And yeah, got, you know, he it, got past his. It uh, was like it wasn't it wasn't bad. You know, I know some people get it pretty bad. So I, I was lucky and I uh, I was out for a couple of days. Well, but you got it out of the way now. Yeah. So there you go. So now you have some immunity and you're fine. Well, I feel like I'm part of the crew. Uh, or that. Yeah. There you go. Uh, we should uh, talk Evo entanglement. Yes, we should. So backstory in this one, uh, Marilyn Stemp dreamt this up years ago. She's a, uh, owned a magazine, is a big part of the aftermarket in uh, the Harley space. So she dreamt this thing up a couple years ago. We jumped on board in the early stages. The Evo Entanglement is a bike show wrapped around the market's love of the Evo engine, which that seems fair, right? There's plenty of enthusiasm for that. The SNS version is still one of our top selling engines. So naturally we're fans of the show. And uh, we hand off a fresh V-Series to the overall winner every year. So, yeah, um, the winner of the show had one of the best bikes I've ever seen. Uh, it was an FXR. It was fully redesigned. Um, I believe his name was Ashley. Um, I can't even go over it. Like we published every, a bunch of pictures of Yeah, it, so every little particular yeah, of this you, item. Like This bike had every nut. Uh, he yeah. manufactured everything himself, yep. essentially. <laughs> it had a lot of self-built like, parts. A lot, like things that no one else would ever no, sell. No, never. Yeah. yeah. And, it, and you know what was great about it? It was, it was featuring a 124, SNS 124. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, yeah, that was yeah, kind of fun. Yeah, and overall, I think we had about 50 contestants there. It was, we did. Yeah, yeah, it was really great. I really enjoy seeing the, um, the Sportster guys come out. You know, there were some, mm -hmm. uh, the, some sports or chops and you know those were a good time um overall great experience yeah. and uh, yeah. i really enjoy the old fxrs that come out that are, have not been molested the, there was some barn fine looking stuff yeah, yeah. so that was, that was a good show so we thank you for Marilyn for helping us stream that up and uh, if you're an evo guy we'll see you out there next year thank you Marilyn. all right uh next event we had we had a hell of a showing at drag specialties nvp in august this is an event um every Every August, it's usually late August, in Madison, Wisconsin. We've been doing this thing for, I don't even remember, 20 years? Yeah, it's like been that. about that. So it's, it is a aftermarket only, so it's an industry-only event. 
Um, and it's uh, generally attended by like the best of the best of the aftermarket. So yeah. it was a good event. This one's been on hold since 2019. It has, right? Yeah, they're pretty conservative. So they, uh, when things got froggy for COVID, they shut it all down. So it was, it was fun to have it back. Yeah, it was great to get back to business. They also do a, a similar program in January in Louisville. Oh, yeah, we'll be there. Nice. Yeah. Uh, we did Sandsport Show in SoCal a few weeks back. That was a good one. And you, you managed to not get sick? <laughs> too soon. Oh, okay. sorry. sorry. That was too soon. Okay. Uh, you know, the, the Santa Sports Show, if you've never been, you should go. Cause that is that, a great show. So that we, we is have a great a, show. We have an off-road division, so we do a lot of performance products for UTV as well. So this was, a, this was the debut of our KRX 1000 Turbo Kit. Yes, it, it got a lot of love. Yeah, there. so we've been working on this thing for a couple of years. The, uh, the KRX is one of the few sports-style cars that is a NA motor. So normally aspirated, so we we said we can fix that. Um, we've been we've been doing development. Oh man, I bet it's going on two years now. Yeah, at least we actually built a track to test it on with jumps and berms and everything. It's very cool. So it uh, we launched it there, and it uh, it's it was very popular. Fifty percent bump in horsepower. Yep, zero to sixty times from the stock at eleven point five seconds with our turbo in the sixes. Yep, which is pretty damn cool. So unreliable. It's a really neat. The secret sauce on that is a lower compression piston. We've got a couple competitors in that space that are trying to make the the eleven half or something to one compression ratio of the factory car work, and it doesn't. It hates being turbocharged. So we went to a lower compression piston and made a stone reliable, really neat kit. So that's that. That's really fun to launch that there. We'll definitely be talking four wheel performance more in the future. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, what else have we done since uh, the last podcast, David? Oh, man, it's been a really long time. So we've done a lot. Uh, Royal Enfield used the SNS compound to launch their new Scram 411. So it's kind of a scrambler version the Scram. of the Himalayan. I don't know about the name. The bike's really cool. Is, so they had. I don't even know. We had like 40 or 50 of them out here. Yeah. That's their 400cc uh, single platform, right? Yeah. Yep. yep. Yeah. 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 The Himalayan. The, like the Himalayan, but yep. with the Scram vibe. It is. It's very cool. Yeah. yeah. Is that, it's yeah. a Scrambler. So yeah. we are we are secretly picking one up this week. Oh, shh. It's a little too cold to test it, but I think yeah. we'll do it anyway. It looks like a fun bike, though. Yeah. It was very yeah. cool to have all the media and the touring through the facility. It was it was a good time. It, it definitely was. Um, we also recently did our George and Marjorie Smith Memorial Ride. Yes, we did. So this is uh, SNS employee only. It was created to kind of celebrate the founders of SNS. Uh, we ride scenic hills of the Driftless area, which is kind of the area that SNS is in, which it's kind of the, it, it's, you know, Midwest, you think of it as flat. And that was flattened by glaciers years ago, and this part didn't get the glaciers, so it is unglaciated. But it's really, it's just twisties <laughs> and streams and rivers, and it's very cool. Is unglaciated a, a <coughs> It totally is a word. Is, it, it totally is, is, that, is, word. is that a terminology? It's actually, you Google that shit, man. <laughs> so, um, we, uh, we met for lunch on, on the Mississippi. Uh, the whole crew out there that was kind of that was kind of fun yeah uh, we also had the crew out at bikes blues and barbecue oh, in, yeah. uh, in arkansas yep yeah our that rig, was full rig right yeah our rig went down there had the full setup over at uh pigtail harley davidson yep. we uh we spent some uh we spent the event bolting on exhaust and intakes yeah so, no that was, that was good stuff yeah the uh the south knows how to party man so uh, we'll have uh, Maddie do a rundown on that one probably next episode. I think we're going to run out of time on this one. For, uh, let's talk some race space here. Yeah. All so right. Yeah. So there's some uh, serious racing that has been going down since the last episode. Oh, my God. Yes. Um, so let's do a quick recap and then talk some championships. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, let's start with Moto America, King of the Baggers, and Hooligan Programs. 
Uh, take us back to Laguna in early July. Ooh, okay, all right. Can so, you remember back that far? Th- no. <laughs> COVID did a little damage to Yeah, John, it's, so possible. Okay. it's possible. Give it a go. Come all on. right, so this track is where it all started, right? The first one, yep. uh, the, very first the inaugural, right? Yep. Yep. Uh, we had a full grid this year with 16 bikes starting yep. uh, starting the race. SNS powered Tyler O'Hara got oh, this yeah. great start in the main and ran the front for a few laps until losing traction. Yeah. Yeah. Rainy corner. Rainy corner and letting yep. Mr. Kyle Wyman go by. Yeah, we hated that. Mm-hmm. So uh, O'Hara's incredible rider so he definitely battled the limits of the chassis and the Indian challenger um he, he's nonplussed by it moving around so much you know you, you've seen the wheelie video oh yeah you know in the rear yeah. end of the bike is just wagging and he just never lifts yeah so yeah he doesn't seem to bother him but i think we're definitely kind of at the limits of that chassis so we got some work to do this winter uh baggers are doing mid 129 lap times in laguna so which is pretty damn fast they're actually faster than the hooligans which is pretty wild since they're 600 pounds so that would put them mid-pack in a super sport class. So imagine how bummed you'd be as a super sport rider when an Indian bagger came around you on the corkscrew. It'd be very sad. It'd be, they're definitely going to break some hearts. Laguna, Maine got a little spicy too with uh, Corey West going down after he got hung up on the Michael Barnes bike. So uh, uh, Monterey takes no prisoners, man. No, uh, for sure, for sure. The factory Harleys ended up on top of the box with yeah. Mr. Uh, Mr. Rispoli in third. Yeah, that was actually yeah. that was interesting. He's that was I think that was his first podium. Yeah, it was. Um, our Tyler O'Hara and um, Jeremy McWilliams they ended up in P four and P five. Yeah, that's, after that a hard, was, it was a hard five battle. It was, yeah, yeah, but that's that's Tyler's track. So we I think we had all expected him to do better on that. I but agree, he did. I, I mean, he, he picked up some good points, so that was kind of cool. That's what we needed. Yeah. So uh, he also took the Hoogan class, which is very rad. Uh, FTR twelve hundred with uh, McWilliams in P two. So all right. So that kind of wraps up Laguna. Next up is Brainerd. Right. Uh, you did a Brainerd uh, King yeah, of Bagger race, didn't I you? I actually went. Yeah, how'd that play out? Well, first off, and, and this applies to Flat Track and, and King of the Baggers, I want to I thank Mission Foods. So their sponsorship of these programs has made all the difference across the last couple of years. Yes, yeah, a huge thank you, and <coughs> yeah, they have these, tasty morsels, too. <laughs> these, uh, these guys have been key in you know the hospitality and sponsoring riders, sponsoring racers, you know, it, sponsoring actual races, sponsoring classes, you know, they, it, they've, they've contributed amazing amount, probably more so than any individual brand, I think, in the history of two-wheel sports. I've never seen it before. And, yeah. and the fact that a $5,000 Dash for Cash oh, program so at good, every yeah. race, yeah. every race, that's pretty amazing yeah, as well. Yeah, it is. Yeah, so that, which is very cool. All right, so Brainerd is in northern Minnesota, which, um, you know, I think we've been pretty spoiled with the Road America and Laguna race facilities. So, <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> you know, these are these are like giant parks with racetracks race tracks in the middle. Brainerd is is pretty old school. Um, by comparison, it's probably you know better known for drag racing than road racing. Uh, did you really camp at the track? <laughs> I did. <laughs> it worked out fine too. Um, yeah. So no, I, was, I want to hear about that. <laughs> the little town that's next to it is is not great. Like our team sometimes brings their own pillows to the hotels. So, so that's that doesn't sound fun. So I uh, I thought well it, like, you know you can there's a lake in the middle of it and you, there's a whole camping area right next to the track. So oh, that'll be fun, right? And uh, you know I have a little um, kind of overlandy rig with roofed up tent. That'll be great. And it actually, it worked out fine. So I, I, I camped against the lake, 
kind of next to track. I could hear everything happening. You really heard everything. I know. <clears> you, um, I want to hear about well, that. Well, there yeah. was a yeah. Okay, so at one point I could hear geese having some sort of marital strife <laughs> like, against Lake. So that was ungood. The rest of it was pretty good. Um, there were some yahoos across from me doing maintenance and testing on vintage ATCs. That's the best. Yeah, fun twist. Uh, that Yahoo ended up being a big time TikTok influencer. So shout out to Break It Better for putting on kind of a crazy fun show. <laughs> so that was before I even got to the track, right? All right. So uh, how did the team do? Weather was good and the challengers seemed to like the track. Tyler qualified on top on Saturday and during Dash for Cash um, touched the curb and low sided. So he was super fast until he wasn't, right? And the bike actually landed upside down. He had to... Yeah, that was it, it wasn't pretty. He walked away. Um, crew had some work to do. So that was... Uh, that was no good. So Saturday was good, and then it wasn't good. I heard Jeremy was the only one to do a warm-up on Sunday morning. Yeah, so we get up Sunday morning, and it's drizzling, which, not great, but not the end of the world either. So the uh, the first thing in the morning, they, they send the baggers out. Like the little sport bike monkeys, they're all, oh, no, man, it's too scary. They send the baggers out. Well, the bagger guys are all, oh, no, that's not good. Uh, Jeremy McWilliams, which is our dude, goes, yes, heads out. Yeah, but like the crowd went nuts. It was it was very cool. But that guy's I mean, he grew up in that, uh, he, you European know? dude, a yeah. ton of rain racing. Yeah. So he comes in after a couple of laps. I think the team was very stoked just to see he was still upright. He just wanted a suspension change. He went right back out. So it was it was very cool. So I, that was fun. So uh, Maine got really interesting. O'Hara was on pole, had a good start. Uh, Fong, who has been kind of a threat all season, uh, he has been. So he's got a he got a new SNS power plant for his Challenger. Um, he's picked up a whole lot of speed because of that. So he made some aggressive passes to get out in front, which eh, you know. Also on a Challenger, Patricia Fernandez was in a good position, only to hit oil on the track and cartwheel into the grass. She was okay, but the race was red flagged. All right, the question is, who dropped the oil on the track? <clears throat> yeah, well, okay. So that, that's where things got interesting. I know. Uh, <laughs> oil, oil was from Kyle Wyman's factory Harley, and you oh. know, it's kind of the second time he's dropped oil on track. Wait, wait, so. we can do this then? We can, um, we, yeah, we, you we, know, we, they're, yeah. Yeah. they're good competitors. we got nothing against those guys. So it would be better if they stopped oiling the track down. But, you know, anyway, uh, he, did, he did it in Road America. Um, and started at the back of the pack because of that, right? Yeah, so that's you, kind of a, a Moto America rule. If you oil their tracks, they, you're going to the back. You're punished, right? Yep. If you do it a second time, you are DQ'd. Yeah, you get off the track. You, you're you done, right? So they booted him from the track, which yeah, I'm sure they fought back on anyway. They, but it ended that race, and they said, okay, we're going to skip this for now and go to the rest of the races. So we should have you know, begin at the beginning of the day when things had finally dried out. Well, we finally get on the track, giant looming clouds right it's getting dark off into the horizon it's a it's a nine lap race now it's five lap race right because we know we're not going to make it with those clouds less fun for everyone and we're now down to 10 bikes because we've had some crunchies well actually nine as the remaining vnh bike was billowing smoke at the line yeah so a lot of action and we're barely a lap into the main sure so bobby fong got real aggressive again quickly got around Travis Wyman and showed O'Hara wheel just as big fat raindrops started hitting us. So <laughs> um, Fong did not seem to care. It ran a pretty daring slingshot move around O'Hara for the lead. Um, bummer for us is he took Wyman with him, you know, so we didn't want, we don't want guys in front of, of Tyler, you know, it just, that's a points thing, whether you win or not. So a couple laps ago, Tyler's work was cut out for him. Red flags came out. 
So not clear why we got pushed to the end of the day, but definitely changed the outcome of the race. Right, right. And so everything came down to the last race in, in, of the season, right? Uh, or, yeah, 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 yeah. In all places. Yeah, Millville. Millville, <laughs> New Jersey. New Jersey. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I suspect 2023 season culminates in a better known track. But the 2.25 mile tracks were were certainly challenging. The Jersey track is definitely challenging. Well, yeah, the uh, the Harley factory bikes looked pretty fast early on. Yeah, um, I think they had rented the track. I think they had spent yeah, some time Yeah, you know, it, yeah. I mean, the first and second qualifier, of course, but, you know, as well as the Mission Foods uh, Dash for Cash. Yeah, yeah, it, it's uh, just started out rough for our team, and then things got weird. We finally got the run in the rain. Yeah, so, and that's Mick Williams, uh, uh, you know, so our, our second guy, yeah, like, that's kind of been his jam. He's been dying to ride in the rain, you know, so, uh, like, any, the assumption was that he would be the fastest in the rain. The warm-up laps had Tyler <coughs> and Jeremy looking confident. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that's when it got wet. Lap times went from 125s to 145s. One of the factory HG guys slid off the track. <laughs> uh, Travis Wyman was running pretty fast before that slide. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. Although most of the paddock stayed upright in, in spite of being the first rain in that class. For, yeah, uh, that's true. It yeah. was. That was first legit actual rain race for the class. So yeah, uh, Travis DNFing probably messed up the factory's racecraft. You know, that's, that's who went off. So they, and they really need him to kind of get in the way of Tyler to get O'Hara's potential points countdown. Yeah. His brother, Kyle, kept it up and was yeah. fast. Yes, he yeah. was. Yeah. Um, he and uh, O'Hara ran like 144s, yeah. uh, which was a few seconds faster than most of the paddock. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So anyway, so that, that ended up with Wyman P1, O'Hara P2, which gave Harley the race, but Indian and SNS the championship. Yeah. Wait, 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 here we go. Oh, wait. Do we have yes. sound effects? Yes. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was one hell of a season. It was. It was It was pretty wild, right? Yeah. It literally came down the last race. So. Yeah. We're, we're already prepping for 2023. Ooh, and some... some Fun yeah. surprises in play. Both Bagger and Hooligan. Yeah, uh, so, right. all right. So that gets us caught up on King of the Baggers. Uh, where are we with American Flat Track? I think the last race we covered was We Sport Speedway in early July. Yeah, it was. Yeah, so it's been a minute. All right. So uh, Port Royal, Pennsylvania would have been the next race. Our own Briar Bauman had been struggling for a few races, uh, but came back strong in Port Royal. Battled with Vanderkoy in the main. End result was an all-Indian podium with uh, Bauman on top. Vanderkoy second, Indian Wrecking Crew member Jared Meese in third. Uh, it was good to see Bauman uh, back on the box. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he was struggling a little confidence there and then came back, which was kind of great to see. Yeah, and the uh, next race up was uh, Peoria TT, and Bauman was in, in it, it again. Yeah, so yeah, that was another killer race. The, the Indians um, only have a couple of gears, so we're not really set up for in and out. So we, we were something of a disadvantage in Peoria. Um, those who are not familiar with style of track, TT is actually short for Taurus Trophy. Um, rumor is it was derived from the Isle of Man class in the same name. Traditional flat track races are held on various size ovals, while a TT will include a right turn and generally at least one jump. And that doesn't sound like a big difference, but if you are, your sole function is just to turn left and slide and you are really focused on that, the bikes are set up that way, your shoe is set up, everything is set up that way, to, to change direction and to jump uh, really kind of messes with things. So. Yeah, it's like driving on the left side of the road. <laughs> it's, you know? Yeah, right. Exactly. Probably even worse, right. So Peoria is actually the oldest and toughest of the TT tracks in the country, too. No, right. Yeah, And uh, you know what? The Yamahas definitely had an yeah, advantage at Peoria. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, J.D. Beach led most of the main, but yep. Briar never let him oh, out of his sight. that was such a good race. It was a really good race, yeah. 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 He ended up finishing with the P2 with the Yamaha uh, mounted Dallas oh, Daniels in yeah, P3. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's uh, Misa was P4 and later commented, uh, just getting out of Peoria is, is a, win. a win. Yeah, that's right. That's what he said. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Next up was Black Hills Half Mile, favorite for most of the grid and considered one of the fastest tracks on the schedule. Well, so that that track in John particular, was there. yeah, John I was, was there. there. I was there. Whoa, live. was I there? Yeah, live, live, and yeah. I love watching racing at that track. It's a really fun, fast track. Mm. Uh, a lot of a lot is. of good back and forth going on. Yep. Um, so uh, everybody saw weather coming in that day. Yeah. And they pushed through the program as fast as possible. Yeah. When they got to the main, and mind you, Briar was looking so good. Yep. He was so fast. <laughs> yep. The heavens opened. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, South Dakota, if you're familiar with that, uh, man, when it rains, it it rains. Oh, I, w- I was riding on the motorcycle back to the uh, the house that yeah. we were staying at for a good half an hour, and just like the thickest rain of it. Yeah, we talked in. to guys who just gave up. Yeah, <laughs> just hung out at gas stations. And My stuff. pants were so yeah. wet. This was an interesting one. So th- they stopped the event and they gave right. everybody that made the main a point, uh, and that was it. And that was it. So no, oh, no, wow. they did not make it up. They didn't make up that race, so they just stopped wow. the race. Well, only for the Super Twins class because everybody else ran. Right, right. So, so they, this was, yeah, this yeah. Was so they day. couldn't do a makeup because yeah, everybody so else ran. A lot of a lot of pushback on that move. Yeah, but well, I'm gonna all, all I'm gonna say is that you know Briar was looking damn good. There's probably some you know what 25 points is yeah, laying 25? out. Yeah, yeah laying yep. out in the air right there. He probably would have took it. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. So yeah, that would be uh, that'd be why everyone was kind of bent out of shape about that one. Right. All right. So that that brings us to Castle Rock TT, another race with uh, Yamaha's JD Beach on the top box and Jared P2 and Briar P3. And then we go into the Sacramento. Mile. Yeah. I, I was supposed to be uh, up there for that one, but you know, <laughs> not so much. Yeah, there was a thing called COVID and all this John, stuff. John uh, calls me. Uh, um, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it. <laughs> I wanted to go to the Sacramento Mile. It was going to be great. Yeah. But, uh, well, so you were going straight from Sturgis, right? Well, it was like a couple days. Was it? Okay, yeah. It was, yeah. Oh, that's it, right. You were coming back here, and then heading there. Yeah. Right? It just, yeah, yeah. it just, you know, the COVID. Yeah. Out right. bad. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, uh, Dallas Daniels. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He he's been getting faster through. Throughout oh, the season, he man. Yeah, he's going to be, and he showed it in Sacramento, totally with yeah. a solid win. You know, and yep. again, uh, Jared got P two, and Briar ended up at P three. Yeah, Dallas. Uh, I think Dallas is going to be force of nature in twenty three. I so. think he's a solid rider. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, so that brings us to Springfield Mile doubleheader. Uh, Rain again took the fun out of that one. Yeah, sure did. Super Twins did get a main, and the second race didn't even happen. Did not happen. Yep. And then we uh, we ended up in Cedar Lake, where uh, uh, sorry, oh, here in Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. We're up in uh, Cedar Lake in Wisconsin. Um, that was a couple weeks ago. Yeah, a couple weeks ago. Uh, that was also uh, kind of impacted by weather. Yeah, yeah the uh, the whole tire and program got pushed to the Sunday right. from yeah. the Saturday. At least they had a, a day to go to, so that was good. That was so bad. it did finally go down uh got a bit complicated uh track was temperamental and the racers were really aggressive aggressive as being nice <laughs> yeah so everyone was rolling hard all day and briar uh, and jared got into it into the main yeah yeah putting you know jared into the air fence yeah uh, i'm i'm it, it could have been clean but uh, it, you know <laughs> he put him into the air fence and yeah. both of them went back uh back to the uh, the very back of the pack because yeah. on the restart yeah no one was happy about that nobody was happy yeah about that. so and that's you know i jared came out later and said hey you know it 
you know, we were all pretty aggressive. He's not pointing any fingers or anything. Although his, he does a newsletter after every race. He, yeah, he, uh, the, I, did he you was, read that? Did yes. you read, yeah, he was okay, less okay. Um, yeah. kosher about it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So Jer- Jared charged pretty hard, grabbed some points, which kind of kept him in the top of the standings for the season um, with only the Volusia doubleheader, which was the, the last race of the weekend. That's right. Yeah. Jared went into Volusia, what, 261 points. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dallas Daniels had two four in second spot. Of course, Dallas Daniels had 245. Yep. JD Beach had two. 243. So that's pretty damn close. And then in fourth spot, you got Breyer at 239. Yeah. I mean, they were all close together. Yeah. And w- like we said before, if you take first spot, you are first place in the win, you get 25 points. Yeah. And it's so you know, all it takes is somebody who's closer to get pushed back a little bit and, you know, really changes the outcome. Yeah. So anything could have happened. Yeah. All right. Walk us, uh, walk us through. So first race was Friday. Yeah. First race was Friday. Uh, a lot of action happening uh, on top of the box. For the first win of his career, actually, is Vanderkoy, which is awesome to see. Uh, mm-hmm. Second was Jared Meese, and third was uh, Mr. Briar Brownman. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, yeah, so our dudes are still in it. Yeah, still in it, still in it. So yeah. then, I, And that I, was, that was Vanderkoy's very first for the, was it forever for a season? No, it was. It first was, Super first, Twins. Yeah, first Super Twins. Yeah, that's yeah, right. That's, yeah. It was amazing. He's a really nice guy, really yeah. good dude. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, and then what, uh, how did Saturday go? Yeah, so on Saturday, I finally got there because I was on a plane on, uh, on Friday, but I was there on site and I got to see the live action racing. It All was right. amazing. It, you know, that track. That track is just uh, amazing to see because it's a smaller track. It's, it is. It's a tiny little track. And it's almost it, a circle. It is built for open wheels, so it's got a little bit of a bank on it. You yeah. know, they go super fast, and it's hard to pass. Yeah. So it's yeah. it's a good action. Yeah. Um, uh, Briar ended up winning the cash for dash. So cash he, for dash, or or dash for cash, dash, dash for cash. That's <laughs> what it's called. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, the mission's food dash for cash. Yeah, um, Briar, Briar was super fast. Like he was on it. So no, was he cool. was really fast. He was yep. looking really good. I, didn't he win? Um, Friday's Dash for Cash as well? I believe he did. I think he did. Yeah, yeah. So he no, walked so away he, with 10 grand. Yeah, he's doing great. Yeah. So um, it came, uh, everybody did really good at, during the semis, and then it came into the finals where all of a sudden in the main, Brandon Robinson just takes off and yeah. just runs the front of the pack the whole time. Yeah. And, you know, there was a little bit of uh, catfighting behind uh, Brandon Jared was coming in. Yeah. Vanderkoy was going out. Yep. Then uh, Briar ended up going into the second spot. He had a couple of restarts, um, yep. and making everybody you know mix and move. But in the end results, Mr. Robinson took first. Um, uh, Jared ended up taking second, and Briar took third. So what's that do to championship? Uh, so overall championship, Mr. Meese, Jared yes. Meese took the one plate. And what was a fun little thing was uh, the triple crown that they had this year. So that's uh, there was three races of the series. So if you took those races, it was twenty five grand. Or? Well, it was built off of points, depending on oh. what, how you placed in those three races. Gotcha. And Mr. Vanderkoy ended up walking away as the triple crown winner with twenty five thousand dollars. That's wild. Yeah, that, it cool. was a real. It felt like everybody won. Yeah, you yeah, know, it was cool. it was like yeah. a winning weekend. And then you you went to the uh, the gala. Yes, yeah, so the ceremony I you were a tuxedo or you know I wore S and S gear. Oh, 
Yeah, my, I didn't know we had a tuxedo. Well, it was Dixon flannel. That's close. Enough. But you know, I look good. That's <laughs> all I gotta say. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right then. And uh, that was a good time. Everyone it was a behaved. Great, yeah, it was a great time. Everybody received their awards, uh, yeah. did uh, their thank yous, and talked a little bit about the next year's season. Yeah, there's going to be a couple new tracks hitting the circuit. Yeah, I, I think the this the uh, the program got leaked a little bit, so I don't know if that's the real one. But uh, I, yeah, I, if they go okay, the one I'm going to talk about. If they go to Ventura, I actually raced at Ventura on a hooligan bike. That yep. is fun. I also yep. raced a sprint it, car there. It, would it be the same? The same track. It would. Huh? Yeah, it's a, it's a track next to the ocean right there. Yeah. 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 No, yeah, that's that would fun. be it. So that's the only one I'm talking about right All right. Now. So we're officially in the off season now, which is also known as silly season. So a lot of sponsorships change, a lot of riders change, a lot of bikes change. So it uh, it should be very interesting. Um, I, don't, I don't I think I'm sure we, our team's got some testing going. Um, I hear there are big changes for the flat track program. Yeah. So yeah, it's uh, it's gonna get interesting. If uh, anything that's shareable is, uh, we'll we'll be sharing it here. So you check our social media channels. Yeah. All right, let's get into new stuff. New stuff. All right. So this is where we cover the latest from the SNS compound. Probably leak some details on stuff that'll uh, get us yelled at later. That's uh, most of the goes. time, yeah, that's yeah. correct. Uh, yeah. But since our last episode, we launched our one twenty nine, one thirty two yeah. big board kits for the Harley M eight. Yeah. So yeah. Um, that one's huge, uh, and yeah, no, no, pun no, no pun intended. intended. Right. Okay. But it was huge. <laughs> All right. So these are slip in kits, meaning no case boring. Um, we're already seeing guys doing one hundred and fifty plus horsepower out of these kits. So it's, you know, it's a big bore for specifically for the M8 and it's piston cylinders, rings, gaskets, blah, 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 you know. But we're, we're literally, we're seeing dudes doing 150 horsepower out of these things. Well, speaking of power, uh, the turbo kit for the Kawasaki KRX. Yeah. It launched. Yep. Uh, we covered it a bit earlier, yep. but um, let's get into some details here. Okay. Uh, we're two years in development of that kit. It's uh, the factory high compression motor did... Uh, not want to be forced induced or inducted um so it, it fought us we, you know we may or may not have blown up some stuff some of our competitors in the space uh, they're limited to just a few pounds of boost yeah, yeah. to the, keep them the from other, blowing the, the motor kits only five pounds yeah exactly um rc chrysos <laughs> i pulled that from david it's <laughs> forged low compression pistons kind of makes the motor much happier with some boost on it well john cackles all right it's true. Uh, 50 percent of gain in horsepower it should keep things pretty interesting, and we're kind of thinking we're going to need to build an autocross version. Oh, there is no thinking behind this, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so, yeah, so we have a couple of the development cars. One of the development cars has had a rough life, so it's it probably won't be doing anything else. So we're going to make a um, autocross SCCA legal um, race car out of it. What that means is lots of fun. Yes. So, and John wants to drive. So I am um, no, no winning. I am. So I'm we, racing. We, uh, we're, we're kind of mocking it up right now, right? Our biggest challenge is we need shorter shocks. We need like 12 inch shorter shocks, probably higher spring rate and definitely gonna have to get into some sway barrage. So we're going to drop the car. Oh, at least 12 inches. At least. <clears throat> yeah. Maybe, maybe more kind of lower the CG. Yeah. Um, get it to handle a little bit better on asphalt. And then just have somebody crazy enough to drive it like myself. <clears throat> so that, that should be a good time. So we're going to build that over the winter. And then um, May we have a test and tune. So that should be a very, very good time. So it should be an amazing time. All right. We have, we have a bunch of the new stuff coming up. Um, can't talk about it just yet, but uh, as we get a little closer to the next couple of podcasts, we'll be sharing those as well. All right. Let's, uh, let's do mailbag. 
Oh, this is fun. All right. So another visit to the SNS mailbag. We collect these emails and DMs for, uh, each episode. We, we'll pick a handful to answer. The, the team sees well over a thousand calls and DMs a week. So we, uh, we hope this helps more than just a few of you. All right. So deal is I ask a question and John answers. So dun, 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 dun. All right. Amanda hit us up you on Facebook and asked uh, when we'd be doing more podcasts. Right now. Okay. <laughs> Here you go, Amanda. Good to go. Uh, asked and answered. Um, CFO Ogden. Is he chief financial officer? Of Ogden, Utah, maybe. Uh, yeah. um, DM'd okay. us and says, I, I need a short block for my 1998 Road King Police Special Electronic Fuel Injected Evo Motor. Do you have that? Oh, it's, it's just a, it's a late Evo. It's the end of the Evo line. So. Why are we putting special electronic fuel injection? Well, I'm like, I, what is that? Because that, that's his question. No, I don't even well, know what it is. Yeah, it's well, because that would have been um, the beginning of fuel injected and not the good kind. But oh. we, we do uh, we do a, a, yeah. a long block and a short block for him. Okay. All right. Uh, Jack hit us up and asks, do you guys do a 1250 kit for a Sportster with the large cooling fins? I'm aiming for 100 horsepower. Large cooling fins. Well, we do a twelve fifty kit, and they're slightly larger. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah so, and, and we've done way more horsepower than that without any. Oh yeah, definitely, issues, so. definitely. We're good on that. Um, You've got mail. Jack from Facebook says, "I've got a twenty twenty Street Glide with a one hundred seven high flow air cleaner and exhaust and a tuner. What cam package will give me more power in the low to mid range?" Ooh, low to mid range. I, I mean, you can either do, if you're riding two up, do four sixty five. Oh yeah, totally. If yeah. you uh, if you're riding single shot, go uh, four seventy five. Yep. Yeah, and both of those are will complement the existing parts you have and make great power. So yeah, that's a good answer. All right, Matt says I have a two thousand six eighty eight cubic inch. I'm going to assume Harley. I'm installing a ninety five kit, and someone said the five fifty one cams would work good, but your website says. They work with 96 through 103 motors. Uh, would they be a good cam for this build, or does another cam fit better? Wow, there's a lot, a lot going on there, man. Yeah, there's a lot going on. I forgot to do this. Okay, there we go. Oh, all right, well, so all right, we, we got to okay. make sure we have that. So, okay. um, so he's, Matt, he's doing the 95 kit. Yeah, what cam do you recommend? Uh, actually, the 551 cam would be a good cam. It's one cubic inch off of what we recommend, but I've seen success with that. If, yeah. the, if you ride aggressively, this would be a better cam to go with. The, yes. This one's going to put on that motor, it's going to put your power towards top of the RPM. Range. Right. So yeah. that that would be, uh, I'm assuming he, he he's asking us question because he's an aggressive rider that would be more of your guy in like the three to four range all the mm -hmm. time you yeah. know on the yeah. rpms if you're is. if this is a big touring bike i don't think he really even says does he no he doesn't um it, then it, that's probably you're gonna want more of a torque cam yeah you want more torque and cam. what would you recommend on a torque cam oh uh, you can go to the 520 would probably be nice Ooh, actually there you go. okay yeah all right. Uh, a guy that goes by Rusty Hose hit us Whoa, up and says, oh, hold on, this is, man, get a beverage. It's going to take a minute. So, <laughs> good day, guys. I live in Frankston, Melbourne, Australia. Oh, this is amazing. I'm wanting to purchase a new motor for my 2012 Super Glide Custom. I have some questions. This, this, yes, he does. He has got questions. Are your prices in U.S. dollars? I would like the biggest motor I can get fit in my bike. I am looking at the T124 motors. Do they fit? What do you need to get it running? Can you ship to Australia? Like I said, this guy's got questions. Wow. Do I need to be a dealer or can I ship it straight to me? How do I order and pay? Can I run my new engine on pump fuel 98 octane? 
Do you have roller rockers? Will bolt up to my six speed. Oh, will it bolt up to my six speed? Any help would be greatly appreciated. Thank you. All right, can we can, we can we like label these questions like one, <laughs> two, three, four? No, Rusty Hose did not uh, label. Yeah. Okay. So uh, prices, uh, they are in U.S. Yeah, they're no. U.S. price yeah. dollars. Yes. Yeah, our website is not smart enough to know that you're in Australia. <laughs> yeah. So sorry. Uh, I would like the biggest motor to fit my bike. Well, you're picking the right one. Yeah, uh, that's 124. Actually, yep. That's yep, a good motor. yep. 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 Uh, so yes, uh, you comboed a couple questions here, and yes, the 124 will fit. What do I need to get it running? You're going to need uh, an intake and probably a, an exhaust mm-hmm. and a tune. Yep. So can we ship to Australia? Yes, we can. Yep. Uh, do we, we do need, all the time. Yeah, we do. And all we time. have Australian distributors, so that motor actually might be in Australia already. You don't need to be a dealer, and you can call in, and we can uh, set up something, and we can sh- uh, ship directly to you. Yep. Or you work with a dealer and yep. get that uh, get them to bring it in. Uh the same way, how do you pay or order? You work with a dealer or you call us. Yep. Uh, can I run my new... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You can run on 98. It's I run on 98 uh, yep. pump fuel. That'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. it's fine. Yep. No big deal. We do have roller rockers. It will bolt up to your six-speed, and we love you, and good luck <laughs> with all that. Okay. So um, probably connect with Raleigh's. Yeah, Raleigh's would be the best. Yeah, uh-huh. so because they have inventory of most of that stuff, so they, that motor actually might be in Australia already. All right, uh, DDM to ask what it takes to be a brand ambassador in the Grom world. Oh, you got to be <laughs> doing <laughs> stoppies. <laughs> I want to see like a three sixty no, wheelie. That's like, not true. I don't know. Maybe so. We have we have kind of basic brand ambassador rules. Like you gotta you gotta you have got, more than one follower. You gotta have a handful of followers. <laughs> you gotta. No nudity. You got to be able to take a decent photo. And do a stoppie. And no stoppies. No stoppies. There's nobody with baggers doing stoppies. The Grom guys don't have to do stoppies. The Grom is like, come on, you better it be doing it. It is easier to stop. Come on. Come on. Anyway. Yeah. So if you're just, uh, if you've got good media, you've a decent amount of followers, you're doing cool stuff. We're, we're definitely interested. And that, that actually goes beyond just Groms. It's, I didn't it's even answer that when David did. Well, because yeah, you wouldn't let you, me. You tried to, to anyway. All right, uh, Jamie out of Nottingham, you. England. Oh, yes, wow. Nottingham. Okay. Um, yeah. Wow. Uh, will the new 132 kit work for my 117 Road Glide ST? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's a good question. You know, I, I'm pretty sure that's where um, Robin Hood is from, right? Yeah. So also where ibuprofen was invented. Nottingham, what? England. Is yeah, that real? Go. Yeah, totally real. Wow. I didn't yeah. know that one. Yeah, I had to Google that. Oh, okay. Okay. I don't All right. take any credit for knowing that. <laughs> okay. So um, back to the question. 132 well, uh, on your 117. Yes. Yeah. And All it's day. an ST, so that would be a very lovely bike. That would be a ripper. Yeah. Make sure to put in a nice little cam to compliment that. I would suggest... Uh, oh, 550 for sure. No. Oh, yeah. It, okay. Well, fi- act- well so depends if, on how he rides. If either the 540 or the 550. Right. Exactly yeah. right. Yeah, so yeah. it's road glides so is a little heavier. So yeah, Arizona guys have been doing this combo, the exact same setup, yep. and they're getting yep. great numbers out of like five forty. Yeah, and making um, real flat tour curves. Too, yeah, so that's right. All right, so yeah, I'm proven. All right, uh, <laughs> Will Young uh, out uh, out of SoCal DM us and says, "I'm trying to figure out which cam is better to go with." Okay, for your w- new one thirty two kit. Okay, oh, well, really? we just talked about Weird. that. Yeah, hmm. uh, I I would like to hit at least one hundred and fifty horsepower and one hundred and fifty. Uh, pounds of torque uh, which cam will get those numbers running a 64 millimeter throttle body using harley uh one plus heads is this possible yeah so plus one heads what is that 
plus one heads. I'm not so sure what I'm a plus a, one I, head is. He's got him bored out to a, you know a plus one over. I'm, I'm assuming. Sure. Well, it's a head. Yeah. So I assume he means screaming eagle heads. Yeah. Exactly. Um, 550 cam. We actually just did this setup down uh, an R and D. Yep. With uh, a 64 millimeter. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, you're gonna want a 550 cam. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And uh, those numbers actually pretty attainable. So your exhaust is gonna be your limiting factor on that one. Yeah. Uh, but the rest of the stuff the guy's got is pretty sorted. You know, we ended up running a little bit of a shorter exhaust to test on. Yeah. Well, I. You know, we've seen some good numbers out of the Diamondback. So. Yeah. So all right, uh, Charles Washburn You've the fourth. The it fourth. Just up and says, maybe he's from Nottingham. Uh, it, it says, um, I'm looking at your, you are, your new, your new big bore kit for the 107 to 129. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, my question is, do I do a lot of over the road touring as well as ripping the throttle? Is the 129 a good fit? Or is the 124 be a better, more reliable for years of service? Huh. Um, it, it doesn't matter. It matters. It, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like, honestly, go 129. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Stop messing around. Well, so the, the advantage of the 124 is you're, you're pretty comfortable using your stock throttle body yeah. with just larger injectors. Right. That, so that 129, is, you're really going to have to start stepping up on throttle body. You're going to have to buy some extra pieces. Well, you know, but if but you're stepping up on throttle body, then your, your mileage is going to be a little bit less. If this guy's doing big road miles, I'd actually recommend the 124 with a 540 cam. <sighs> Yeah, you're probably right. I'm actually. just saying. Okay, just saying. fine. You Read win. the room, man. You Read win the room. this time. You okay. win this time. All righty. That's a wrap of episode number 20 of the Performance Times Gee, podcast. Number 20. That's pretty wild. Wow, that's crazy, right? Number 20. Yeah. yeah thanks for sticking around. Thanks for being patient, okay? Yeah. Uh, we really appreciate all the positive input. Even if the feedback. positive input is to get off your asses. <laughs> yeah, it'd be <laughs> like, get one positive. done. But yeah. uh, we, we appreciate you guys being patient. All right. Next episode, we'll have talked about our testing on a Turbo Care X. We'll get further into our evil plan to build an autocross racer and uh, maybe even dug into our personal project bikes that have maybe, <sighs> maybe languished for the season here. <sighs> The dumpster dining is oh. sad. Oh. Um, uh, do we want to leak the the Sportster? Oh. What do we call this thing? Oh, wait, wait, wait. We're bringing we in Cody right now. Okay. Cody's sitting right here. Okay. So uh, grab Co a Cody is our code. videographer. We've had him on a couple times before. This is Cody's He's, fault. He also has kind of a Sportster problem. And we all have a Sportster problem. A couple weeks David. ago, rolled in with, and Cody's got a Triumph problem too. So we, you know, we don't fault him for it. But eh. anyway, he rolls in on a what year bike? 1992 Sportster 1200. Yeah, yes! so this thing is it's it's, uh, it's so badass. It, it, it is uh, badass. It I looks like it. it was probably built in 92 with all of the Harley accessories oh, yeah. available. Oh yeah, with the with the the side effects to it. Oh man, yeah, it's, so it's flossing with it's, those bars. Oh it's God, very, it's uh, a it's, it's we'll a, call period correct. It's so good. So and John has a what is it? So it, the the one I'm this, working this with is complicated. Yes, complicated. So this so, is a sportster that became a hooligan that's going to become a chopper. Yeah, because you know I don't hooligan race anymore. I'm old and I like to break myself. I'm going to make <laughs> I'm going to take my race bike and I'm going to okay. make it into a chopper. Okay. Which the motor is like it's a dangerous motor. It's going to be one of the fastest choppers. Before, yeah, yeah, yeah so. exactly. All right, and then, and then all, what happened, David? Let's so, tell everybody. Uh, so, uh, about another bug. Yes. And if you follow my nuts, since like I got like a Volkswagen problem, like some people have alcohol problems. Ladies and gentlemen, 1962, Vita bug. Yeah, so I bought another bug. Well, it turns out John <laughs> wants the other bug. Yes, so, I do. Yes, so, I do. And then Cody peer pressured us. Um, so now 
I'm swapping for a 92? 93. Uh, okay, it's a 93. I don't even know, man. It's a 9383 yeah. Sportster. I have in my possession. Now, if you all remember, I had talked about building my wife a motorcycle. Oh, I that's talk- right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. That's so so I, be, right? I, I talked with my wife, and she... I love my wife, and my wife loves me, so therefore she knows whatever makes you happy, (laughs) and I'm trading David for a Volkswagen. So So, therefore, now it brings into Cody. Cody is antagonized David. David is trading me. and peer pressured into... And and the high hopes of us... And what are we calling this? The The triple... Sportster Throwdown. Yeah. Yes, yeah. and we're going to be uh, showcasing this at Mama Tread, hopefully, in I, Friber- oh, wow. uh, February. What? Really? Yeah. We, yeah, we, just, we just We just put you a timeline. Uh, yeah, we just put a timeline uh, on okay. it. Okay. Jump um, into the ring. Yep. So I, I don't even know what I'm going to build. I think Scrambler, but I don't even know. It's a Scrambler. So, it's a Scrambler, everybody. Meanwhile... <laughs> None of us is anywhere close. To no, no, we're not. I think Cody's got Cody's the lead bike right runs. Now. Yeah. Cody's bike runs. Um, <laughs> no, no, you took it apart. Yeah. Oh, yeah. well, okay. Cody's he, bike doesn't even run. Yeah, uh, it technically it's winter here, so nobody's riding, so it doesn't really even matter. But anyway, hey, so Cody's the, mocked up the twenty-one and mocked <laughs> up the handlebars. He's definitely in the lead. And what on is the yours going to be, Cody? It's going to uh, be a chopper. Yeah, it'll be a swinger chopper. Okay. Oh, all it's right. Really and then chopper, uh, you're talking hardtail chopper, John. Uh, you know, I'm going back and forth. Uh, it can't oh, make up my mind right now. So I can't even pull that off. Well, I'm thinking about, you know, the uh, Japanese style, you know, like, you know, maybe do like a 19 rear. Really high fairing. Is it? No, no, like no. short and stout. Oh, short and stout okay. with a really short rear fender, nineteen yeah, rear, okay. twenty-one front, yeah, but still have the shocks. Yeah, you know? yeah. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm just gonna do a scrambler. That's what I love. Anyway, we all, we so all know that. We all stay know that. tuned for the triple crown of of Sportster Throwdowning or whatever we're calling it. So, um, yeah, just uh, yeah, we'll get to it more. But you know what? <laughs> That's going to be it for episode number 20. Okay, all right. We so, go, yeah, we got to get going. Go parts. So, as always, I would like to say thank you for listening. And I'm John. This is David. Thanks for listening to Performance Times Podcast.